turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one, from education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation. This program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Well, we want to welcome everybody to Silicon Valley Business Connections. My name is Carl Davis Jr., and I'm one of your hosts, and we got Carl Welsh, Big Papa, in the audience. What's up, Carl? And I am one of your hosts, but I am the better-looking one. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you see, we have a lot of fun here today. But today, we're going to be interviewing someone who I'm just I'm just in, amazed by. Absolutely. And, and 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 his name is Jerome Solomon, and he's the dean of Cogswell College. So uh, we want to dive into this right away. Jerome, tell us a little bit about you and Cogswell College. So, um, so my name is Jerome Solomon. I am the dean of uh, Cogswell College, which is a small uh, private college in Silicon Valley. Um, my background is I grew up in, I was born in Bakersfield, California, and I was, um, I grew up in Los Angeles, though. My parents were divorced at a young age when I was four, and um, I grew up in Los Angeles, uh, went to high school there, went into, uh, I went to UCLA as an undergrad. And there I took a computer graphics course. um, And it just really interested me on how you could take a uh, programming language and actually generate things on the screen. Um, And so from there, I went on to graduate school. And then um, from there, I worked uh, in industry. I worked at a company called Rhythm and Hughes, where I worked on Babe, a Batman film, um, a few other projects. And then I worked at uh, DreamWorks, worked on Shrek 2, Madagascar, um, went to Electronic Arts, worked on the Godfather game. Uh, Did you say Babe? Like yes, Babe the yeah, Pig? Yeah, the talking pig. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Which was a pretty, so I don't know, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about Babe. Go ahead. When we were working on Babe, it was a really, it was actually a really, really hard project um, to work on because back then there wasn't, you know, wasn't that many things happening on computer graphics and the technology was rather, uh, rather crude. Um, so we were making this film about a talking animal. And when we were doing working on Babe, um, making our pig talk, um, we we sort of uh, we we got beat to the market. We had a, mm. there was a film out called um, Gordy's, which was mm. a, or Gorky's or something like that. But it was a pig. It was a pig film about a talking pig, mm. and it came out. And what they and they beat us to market. So their film came out. Um, and it flopped. It totally <laughs> flopped. And we were just finishing Babe, and we thought, oh, my goodness. We're, like, our film's going to yeah. do poorly. The way that they made their pig talk is that they fed their pig peanut butter. 
Oh, and it just 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 kept yeah. mouthing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So so our so well, that's old school. Man. That's all. Yeah, they fed the pig. School. They fed the pig peanut butter, yeah. and so that's how they made the pig talk. And um, with our, you know, our our pig was a lot more. The mouth was more articulated, and we we're able to control it really finely and really introduce a lot of character into the pig. That was um, a good movie. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So yeah, so it won an Oscar for visual effects. So wow, that was that's a, fantastic. So when the movie won the Oscar, do you win an Oscar also? So do you have one at your home that that you know? I I don't I don't have an actual Oscar at my house. I wish I did, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was you know I was able to to you know participate on a project with a bunch of really really talented people, and you know um, you know and that was that was a, a great joy for me. Now, where did you go to school at? So I did my undergraduate degree at UCLA, and I did my graduate degree at uh, Georgia Tech. Oh, Lord of Bruin. Yeah. That's so Bruin. We won't hold that yeah. against you. Yeah, are you a Trojan? No, 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 no. I know. I graduated, I'm a Golden Bear. I graduated, oh, no. I graduated from Cal State L.A., right. and people in the Bay Area always confused. I say, oh, I graduated from Cal State L.A. They say, oh, UCLA. I said, no, no, no. Right. Cal, Cal State, State LA. LA. There's a big difference, right? <laughs> hey, let me talk about some of the students who graduate from Cogswell, mm-hmm. you've said that some of them have worked on different projects in Hollywood. Tell us a little bit about what happens to the alumni, because I know I went to something that you hosted one day, and the alumni came and did an animation movie. Yeah, yeah. So our um, so we have a lot of talent um, at our at our college, um, and uh, the students uh, we basically uh, train the students from being like aspiring artists or being a um, a student that plays games but wants to make them doesn't know how. Um, a student that's interested in technology but doesn't know how to program a computer. And we build them up from the ground up um, to where they, when they graduate, they're functional professionals so they can start working. Wow. So, yeah, so we've we placed um, our our um, our students have worked on many, 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 many projects um, in industry. Um, Cogswell is an interesting school because in industry, like if you talk any with people that are in industry, they've heard of Cogswell, but outside of industry, people have not. Um, and that's that's very typical. So we're just, you know, continuing to grow the college and trying to, you know, um, let people know about the types of things that we're doing. Well, tell us a little bit about the college. How long you guys have been around? Where exactly are you guys at? And what's your actual um what do you call it again? Style regiment? What type of college yeah. it is? And what type of relationship it has with Stanford? I heard something earlier. You said about Stanford. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Give them the axe, the axe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I'll, I'll talk about I'll compare us to Stanford, at least, and some other colleges. Um, but yeah, so the college is over 145 years old. It's a small private college. We're, we were actually in the state charter of California. Um, but it's, it's always been a small um, private college, very focused on training students on specific careers. Uh, and we and we still are that that type of college. Um, we're focused on um, teaching people to use both sides of their brain, so both their left and right side of their brain. Um, you know, your right side of your brain is pr- predominantly responsible for technical tasks, and left side more creative tasks. And we try to students um, that are stronger in one area of their brain or the other, and teach them how to strengthen the other side. So I, I say we feed students spinach. In other words, if you're an artist, we're going to we're going to actually have you take a programming class because what we know is that nowadays if you're an artist and you can't actually program or use a computer, you're you're not going to get paid any money. People, if you're an artist and you produce art, the first thing people ask you to do is show them on their phone or their computer, right? So that's yeah. that's really what's going on with artists. And the same thing's happening with uh, people that are technical because of innovation. So um, people that are technical need to be creative because you have to be able to create you know, new solutions to problems. Right. And right. that happens through 
be knowing how to be creative. So our, our engineers will also take drawing classes because we want to teach them how to be creative. Now, the college, um, I guess the sort of the second part of your question is um, what type of college we are. So I, I want to tell people all the time, I'd like to be really honest, is that, you know, we're not Stanford. We're not Berkeley. You know, we're not sort of these tier level um, colleges, but we are um, – more in the range of the state schools. So we compete really aggressively with the state schools. Um, Our students come in with an average GPA of 2.9, so very good students. We have high academic standards. We're WASC accredited and BPPE accredited, so we have the two strongest accreditations. Those are accreditations shared with um, Stanford and Berkeley and Santa Clara and all the San Jose State and all these other schools, same type of accreditation. So we, we try to keep really good, strong academics, but we try to find put majors in place that students want to do and they can find success so they can get their college degree. Yeah. Now, when you say the, the, uh, you teach the right brain and the left brain, does it actually come from a psychological science uh, um, ideology or is it now it's been so long to where you guys know, okay, the right brain is this, the left brain is this, so we're going to teach them this type of technology, this type of science, this type of engineering, this type of computer science and stuff? Yeah, so we, we I mean, it's it we know that those those are the type those, the sides of the brain that right. that serve so those basic that. functions. Um and we also know that people typically I mean maybe even yourself, Carl, mm-hmm. like maybe you're like I'm I'm better at somebody might say, I'm better at writing, mm-hmm. I'm better at art, I'm better at music. Right. Like I love those things. Or they might say, I'm actually good at math, I'm good at program, I'm good at electronics, right? So there's basically two types of people out there. Right. But but in these companies, right, that are that are doing these this type of work, if you look at like a Industrial Light and Magic or EA or these types of companies, they actually need people that use both sides of their brain. Yeah, that's Carl. That's Carl. He uses both sides of the brain all that's the your, time. Yeah, I, yeah. I do use my brain. <laughs> so. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like one yeah. might no, feel absolutely. more natural, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so a dean. Explain what a dean actually does for a specialized university or a specialized school like that. Yeah. So, so you know, as the dean of the college, I'm responsible for everything, all the academics of the college. So, um, all of the faculty and all of the program directors um, report into me. So, I'm responsible for making sure the college is functioning um, academically. That we're that we're teaching the right types of things, that mm-hmm. the courses are working well, and that the faculty have what they need to teach the students. So that would mean that the school actually has a focus, like a, an objective, a mission, and a vision that's that that you know walking that fine line, and you keep everyone on that on that line. Yeah, well, I mean, I have many partners um, mm-hmm. at the college, so I report to our president, and there's other um, departments like financial aid and the registrar's office. And, you know, those those departments are not academic departments, but all the rest of the functioning academic departments within the college are, are things that I work with. And I try to try to help them meet their goals. I mean, as a as a college, our mission and I do feel that this should be the, the mission of all colleges, to be quite honest, is student success. Mm-hmm. In other words, the students come there to find success. And so our purpose is to make sure that they can find it. Well, I think when we get back, it'll be really good to hear more about his career and his experience because you've got an, a wealth mm-hmm. of it and how you actually lead your students into you know, their careers based off of your experience and your knowledge and, and your wisdom. Um, do you have anything specific that you tell them and, you know, quickly? Within, I guess we've got 30 seconds before the next break. Anything that you tell your students specifically about uh, you know, once you get out, this is what's important to learn about this industry or this this career? Yeah, well, I, you know, probably one of the biggest things that I, I tell our students is to be focused, um, be selfish, mm-hmm. which is sometimes advice that people don't want to hear, but it is true. You need to focus on yourself. Right. In other words, don't let other people or other things distract you from your goals. 
And and really, just because you're the best at Cogswell, that's not enough. Right. Just because you're the best in California, that that's not enough. Nobody cares. Right. You have to really try to be the world's best. Right. And that's where their focus should be. Well, we love that, man. And we're going to come back after our break, and we're going to hear more about Jerome and what he does. And I just heard he won an award, Carl, so we'll talk a little bit about that, too. So we'll be back again. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. The Carl Carl Show. <laughs> This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr., brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Hi, we want to bring you back. You got Carl Davis and you got Carl Welsh and you got Jerome Solomon here from Cogswell College. And we're going to talk about some very interesting things that we know you, the listeners, would love to to know more about. And we're going to talk about his website and how you can get connected to Cogswell. Carl, you were talking during break about this uh, virtual reality, augment reality. What yeah, were you well, going we to ask a, him we, about? We did, a web, we did a website. We did a hackathon last year um, where we streamed between – it was a competition between Compton and Oakland. Mm-hmm. And we streamed the whole competition. And it was about uh, teaching kids how to do 360 video. Uh, VR. Uh, we had Oculus Rift as actually was one of our sponsors. And we had a few other people come in. You talk about the renaissance of computer graphics, which I think is absolutely incredible from doing videos and doing movies and even rides at, at theme parks. Explain, explain what you mean about the renaissance of computer graphics. So, um, so when I say the renaissance of computer graphics, uh, what I believe is now we're, we're sort of in a period of time where, um, where graphics basically is is coming to the average person. Mm-hmm. Before it was a little more niche, and there were only people that were in field that were having experiences with it. But through you know some of the things you're talking about, virtual reality, augmented reality, you know, but also you know our phones. And you know, explain and, the difference. Some people don't know the difference between VR and AR. So yeah. explain what that is. So virtual reality, um, and, and this is a great point. So virtual reality is um, when you're looking at. Um, you're put into a headset mm-hmm. that is displaying information. And you, typically these headsets will also come with headphones also, right. right, to immerse you completely into the experience. That's virtual reality. When you see somebody that's wearing a headset, mm-hmm. augmented reality is when you're wearing glasses, devices that are transparent or see-through on your head, right, like a set of glasses that display computer graphics Onto your either onto your eyes or onto the actual piece of glass. So, say for instance, the way to um, if you look at something that's augmented reality. Here's a perfect example of augmented reality technology. If you're in your car, right, you're using a, a map that shows up on your on your display, right. So you you're when you're driving down the road, you're actually glancing down, mm-hmm. taking your eyes off the road and looking at the map. Well, what if that map was projected onto your actual windshield? So you didn't have to look off the road mm-hmm. to see the map, right? And it showed where you were going. That's an augmented reality solution, okay? Or what if the actual windshield itself is a monitor and the camera is showing you the road so you're not actually looking out the window? There's actually so a that's, company. Those are, those are augmented reality solutions. There's actually a company here in the Bay Area that's working with Ford to do that. Just that thing was it's augmented reality uh, we met with them about a year ago. They're doing AR with windshields, yeah. and they're trying to do that with Ford. Yeah. So does that, does that when you talk about right brain and left brain, does that actually affect the right brain and left brain differently than as opposed to having Oculus Rift uh, goggles and headphones on? 
Does it affect the brain and, and as far as the, the, the immersion of reality? Well, well, normally when you're talking about augmented reality type of experiences, those are those aren't things where you're being transported to a new world. Okay. So it's not yeah. it's not like an immersive experience. It's a experience that's augmenting or enhancing, enhancing. what you're what okay. you're okay. what you're what you're doing. Okay. Um, augmented reality actually has a lot of um, the 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 potential growth of augmented reality is actually bigger than VR. Um, because it has a lot more practical application. Right. Say, for instance, if you're getting your refrigerator repair, well, you're, the repairman might walk into your house with a set of augmented reality glasses. And then when he looks at your refrigerator, it superimposes the model number, where all the parts are located within the mm-hmm. refrigerator so that he can make the repairs quickly. Right. So that's an enhancement as opposed to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, Jerome, you know, you also uh, earlier during break, we talked about this unnatural marriage of art and technology <laughs> to produce innovation and creative solutions. But what did you mean by that? Yes, I sometimes I'll, I'll talk about um, art and science as sort of like an unnatural marriage. It's like mixing water and oil in that, um, w- you know, my experience working in these fields is that um, what happens as soon as you try to do a project that is it requires both a technical and a creative solution is that everything sort of breaks down. It be, it suddenly becomes infinitely more difficult right. to do right. because you have creatives interacting with technical people in a very close way, right? And so an engineer might write something and go, okay, this works, and a creative person right. comes in and goes, no, that's no, not what we right. need. We need this. And, they, and they're just thinking creatively, and all of a sudden all your deadlines are shot. Right. You know, so that's why I just say it's a it's a unnatural marriage. I mean, it's one in which you have to be really committed to it. You, you have to really want to make something new and be innovative. As an engineer, you have to be willing to change. As an artist, you have to be willing to compromise. You know, and so that's that's sort of how. So that's the, exactly <laughs> what you're doing at the college right now. Yes, yeah. with that yeah. that left brain, right brain. You know, that you mentioned something too about an event in L.A. Did you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, I also have the pleasure of being the uh, conference chair for SIGGRAPH uh, 2017. SIGGRAPH uh, is the world's largest uh, computer graphics conference in the world. We'll bring uh, 15,000 attendees to Los Angeles uh, July 30th through um, August 3rd. Um, and and SIGGRAPH is a, it's a unique conference in that it covers all of our computer graphics. So we have a um, it's the world's leading uh, research papers are published there. If you publish your paper at SIGGRAPH, you will you usually immediately will get hired or you will, or you'll get your Ph.D. or something like that. Like those really great things that happen if you can publish a paper at SIGGRAPH. It's a huge deal. Um, we also have a computer animation festival that's a qualifying event for the Academy Awards, the Oscars. Oh, really? So there's, yeah, so there's a lot of really neat stuff happening happening with SIGGRAPH. Um, so this year I'm, I'm doing some fun. Th- in, in addition to all the cool virtual reality and augmented reality, we actually talked with a, a company called um, Neurable that I'll, I'll give a quick plug to. Um, they're in Boston. But they have a um, they have a, a device that sits on your head and it senses your brain waves and it's actually able to control the computer. So think of think oh, of like not using a mouse, man. but think about putting something on your head and that controls a computer. We're going to have a um, virtual reality a storytelling um, festival where you sit in wow. a VR headset and you get an actual film um, uh, displayed and do a, have a sort of theatrical experience. Um, I'm going to actually bring a live giraffe to the conference. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? I like to do crazy things. You know, so here we go. See, that's, why we, that's why we invited him, folks. <laughs> go we're bringing, so we're, so um, Otis College is um, sponsoring an event. We're bringing a live giraffe 
um, sigraph and it's going to be a drawing class. So we have a, a uh, um, so instead of like, so normally you'll do, um, you'll draw a nude model. Mm-hmm. Um, normal, normally what you would do, you would sit down and draw, or you would draw a, an object, right? Mm-hmm. But we're going to do a class where which an actual giraffe so people can actually draw a real giraffe. Oh, you man. know, so there's some really yeah, innovative and cool things happening. At hey, the speaking conference. about that plug you gave them, let's make sure we get your website out now mm-hmm. and then we'll do it again later. And for anybody that uh, wants to hear the show again, we're going to make this show available b- via podcast later sure. on. But let's get your um Sure. So the website for the college is mm-hmm. cogswell.edu, C-O-G-S-W-E-L-L.edu. Okay. Yep. Well, and, and, and on that same vein of what you're doing, uh, you just won an award or you, you're, you're receiving an award or explain that a little bit. Yeah. So this, this or did is. Did I let the cat out the bag? Did he know he was getting an award? <laughs> oh, oops, 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 oops. It's the Oscars. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I've, um, you know, I've I've been doing some work um, out in the community with uh, with a few different organizations. I mean, I mean, Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, um, Jack and Jill, and and uh, the Green Scholar Frank Green Scholars Program mm-hmm. also. Um, and I was um, contacted by the Silicon Valley NAACP um, that I'll be receiving a NAACP Circle of Friends Award. Wow. So yeah, so that's 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 really awesome. You said NAACP, could, not NCAA. No, not right. NCAA. Okay. That would be cool. That though, always too. confuses me sometimes. <laughs> well, that's good. Congratulations, man. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, thank you. I mean, you know, for me, honestly, I I never thought I would be receiving an award, uh, especially from a prestigious organization like the NAACP. Um, and my father, and I'll, I'll say this when I accept the work, because I'll be accepting it on his behalf. But my father was a lifetime member of the NAACP, mm-hmm. and he also was an attorney in, Baker, in Bakersfield during um, doing a lot of the civil rights movement. And he, you know, I remember there's a period of time when I couldn't go visit my father. I was living in Los Angeles with my mom because my father was worried about his life right. and he was carrying right. a gun. And right. I mean, it was just a very different period. So, you know, for me, it's just a complete honor. I feel fortunate to be, you know. I'm wow. part of that history. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm looking forward to um, some of the stuff that Jerome and I were talking about. And, Carl, we we're adding uh, some things we we're, uh, you know, we don't want to let out the bag now. But there's some definitely some very interesting projects we're going to be working on. Um, before we wrap it up, because we probably got about another minute, is there any sort of parting remarks you want to give us, Jerome, that you want the listeners to know, or you maybe want those students to know how to get in touch with you or what they have to do? To come to Cogswell? Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm pretty easy to contact. I mean, I'll just give out my email address. It's just <laughs> J, J Solomon, J-S-O-L-O-M-O-N at cogswell.edu. Um, also, I'm listed on the on the faculty web pages there, and, and you can contact me that way. Um, I mean, you know, for me, I always tell students and parents the same thing. You know, send your, your, your son or daughter to the best college um, that they can get into. Be focused on their success. You know, and if they are interested in these fields, then, I mean, I can definitely say, you know, with confidence that, that Cogswell is a good place to look at. I mean, I mentioned this to you guys earlier, but I want to mention on the air. So we are advised by, you know, Pixar Animation Studios officially. We're officially advised by DreamWorks. We're officially advised by um, Sony PlayStation. So we have real, you know, expertise in Syria. And, and I think, you know, if if your son or daughter is interested in these types of things or computer science, we have another business program, then I would I would definitely have them look at it. Well, I'm honored to have met yeah. you, Mr. Solomon. I will call you instead of, <laughs> instead of drone. And uh, and my kids, I'd love to bring my kids down there to, to check out the college. Yeah, awesome. it's, a, it's a wonderful school. So we want to thank you, Jerome. And we look forward to probably bringing you back again because you have so much information that I know everyone would love to know more about it. This is how Silicon Valley gets connected. And we want to thank all of our listeners to being a part of this program. You've had Carl and Carl. 
together today, and this is Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections.